Thanks for joining us for this Field Talk podcast from the Linder Farm Network. I'm your host, Dan Lemke. Heavy winter snow is causing spring flooding concerns across parts of Minnesota and a concern most pronounced along several of the state's major rivers. State climatologist Kenny Blumenfeld joins this Field Talk podcast to highlight those concerns and explain why our continued cold temperatures are actually a good thing for alleviating some of those flood worries. Yeah, I mean, right now, there is some potential for for flooding. And, you know, I I know a lot of folks are really thinking less about rivers and streams and more about their fields. Uh, And the two track each other pretty well. the good news right now is if you are in far southern and southeastern Minnesota, basically along I-90, uh, and then even even in parts of southeastern Minnesota, up towards the Rochester area and even beyond, almost to Red Wing, that little uh, corner of the state, basically Fairmont on east and then again slightly farther north, from there, that area doesn't have any snow on the ground, and so the sun is drying out the soils, and, and they don't really have the big concerns for field flooding that you have out in western and central Minnesota. Um, but there's just right now, there's you know anywhere between, and it kind of depends on where you are, but most of Minnesota right now, you know, southern Minnesota has four to twelve inches of snow on the ground for the most part. And if you're out in western Minnesota or northwestern Minnesota, you might have over a foot, maybe up to two feet of snow on the ground. And this is one of these things. It's not really the snow. It's the moisture in the snow. I mean, we could have, a, we could have two feet of powder and nobody would care because, you know, only an inch and a half of moisture is in there. But what we have right now is a fairly wet snowpack with uh, anywhere between, depending on where you are, anywhere between two and a half and five five and a half inches of water sitting in that snow. Um, again, if you have five inches or five and a half, you're probably on the very high end. But uh, pretty solid three to four inches of, of water, three, maybe even four and a half inches of water in the snow throughout much of Minnesota right now. And so uh, the good news is we're having an ideal melt condition. You know, we've had these days where the temperature goes into the 30s or 40s and then the temperature drops back overnight and so you're kind of trickling the water out it's not gushing out we haven't had a lot of precipitation in many of these areas this week so we we have had really good melt conditions and what we would like is for that to continue and uh you know the weather doesn't always do what we want it to do but for all the water that's out there and all of the concerns that we have about you know having too much water on the land It'd be hard to get much better melt conditions than what we've had. Uh, so a little silver lining there. Also, in a lot of areas, the frost wasn't real deep since we got snow early. Is that also a benefit in some of these places that some of that snow is hopefully percolating into the soil and not all of it running directly off? Yeah, as far as we can tell, you know, there's <laughs> unfortunately when the once the snow goes on the ground, um, you, all of your all of your evidence has been buried. But from what we've heard from farmers, from our own experiences, from some of the field plots that we have out here, uh, everything across the state has indicated shallow frost or in some cases no frost for much of, if not all of the winter. And that is a benefit because you don't have that big frozen lens that then uh, makes the water run off and go elsewhere. And instead, you've got the ability for the moisture to get into the soil. 
on top of that, uh, again, it's hard to know exactly. We don't have a great amount of uh, direct measurements, but some of the new uh, fancy technologies that NASA uses and that the USDA uses uh, using satellite technology does indicate that, especially when you get down below that upper profile, so uh, six be below about six or 12 inches, there's actually a lot of capacity to take on new moisture. So, you know, obviously with snow sitting on the, on the soil, on the ground, the upper six inches or so pretty wet. But when you get into the deeper parts of the profile, we're actually seeing a lot of evidence that there's room to take on more water. So if you could have an ideal melt continue, and I mean, it's a lot to ask for, but if we could have an ideal melt continue in this way with, uh, you know, above freezing days, below freezing nights, help the water trickle out, and then let some of that water get into the ground, it looks like we have both uh, the lack of frost and the capacity for more moisture in the soil to take some of that and move the water out of the field so it's not standing there when we get into early field the field work this season. We haven't really had a lot of, you know, super warm days. It's you know we've gotten some into the 40s and, and things like that, and especially in the areas without the snow. But is this kind of a typical? Are we cooler than normal this winter? Or I guess what's the kind of the overall situation as we again get to this last week of March? Right. Yeah. So most of the winter has been has been normal or above normal for temperature. But when we get into March, March has been cool. That's how we've been able to keep the snow on the ground. We we really have had kind of a startling lack of 50 degree days, even in southwestern Minnesota. Normally, by March, you can bank on a few, especially out on the Buffalo Ridge. Uh, and we just haven't had that kind of those warm summer days. Some of that is because of the snow. The snow obviously acts like a giant reflector, and so the sunlight can't get into the onto the dark ground and, and let the ground absorb some of that heat. So we, we, we don't have, uh, we, we kind of miss that source until the snow melts. So it has been a bit cool this March for sure. I think we're going to almost guaranteed to come out well below normal for March temperatures this year. And in terms of where we're going, you know, the the uh, the weather service indicates that at least the rest of March will probably be cool. April starts to get kind of iffy. And, you know, what we don't know is, and this is, are we going to end up, you know, with some 70-degree air masses and that same level of moisture that you get with those air masses and the big wet system coming through while we still have snow on the ground? That's something we don't want. So I think, you know, in, in the list of things you want, I think our, our bodies and our minds, we'd like that warm air to come. But from a practical standpoint for water management, um, I think if it's delayed for a couple weeks and we don't get much precipitation, that would be that would be just fine. That's one of the best situations you could ask for, just that we, <laughs> we then might really feel like we deserve a good 75-degree day once we get through all of that. It's important to remember that when you hear the weather service talking about flood conditions, uh, we're really they're really talking about river flooding, and that's where you know the water is going. The water levels are going to reflect conditions upstream from wherever you are, and that's very different from what an individual um, farmer is going to notice on on their field, right? So because there their field is really going to respond to what's happening in the immediate area, unless unless one of these streams or rivers flows right through their land. So you know don't don't get too concerned with the uh, with some of those 
kind of dire-looking river flooding forecasts. The bigger concern is what happens to the water that's sitting on the ground, and is, are we going to have capacity to take it up in the soil as it all starts to melt? Thanks for listening. Check out other podcasts from the Linder Farm Network on Apple and Spotify. And get the latest farm news and market analysis daily on your local LFN affiliate.